0: Hello, welcome back to 3M Affairs podcast. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm here with, uh, well, I'm in Toronto and Josh and Caleb are over there in New York, chilling out. What's up? Um, today we're going to be talking about what we do in the shadows, Uh fantastic movie, comedy. Uh, I'm the directors, somebody else say the names, I'm going to fuck it up.
1: It's there. Well, to be fair, they're like uh, unconventional names. There's Taika Waititi. And, See, I was going to mess that up. And Jem, Jemaine, not Jermaine, not Germaine, Jermaine Clement.
0: So, That's fair. Yeah, uh, Fantastic. Uh, but we'll get into that. I loved it. It was a great movie. Um, but before that, Caleb brought to us a short film that he's been talking to the director about. Caleb, you want to intro it?
1: Yeah, so I do, um, I like work for Film Review Daily, which is a UK based website that, I mean, you can guess <laughs> what it does by the title. Film Review a Day. And um, since I started working there, I get emails sometimes. And this producer emailed me and said, would you want to like watch this short and, and cover it for the website? And I said, of course. Um, so it's a short film called Stationary, directed by Lewis Chan, about three uh, British teenagers sitting in a car talking about stuff. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed it. I found it to be... A very good example of what you can do with very little in terms of you know it's like one location, limited resources, um, and so I don't know what you guys thought of it. I've seen it like a bunch of times, uh, and I think it's really really special. But what did you guys think?
2: I um, I enjoyed it. It was a it was an interesting kind of short film in the sense that I kind of told you just before we started recording that. What from the product that you see, it looks simple, mm-hmm. but then you say you you go to the credits and there's you know a hundred people that worked on it and um you know I loved I I love that I love simplicity I love uh, short films that inspire you to um, do it on your own and make your own uh, products I love the relationships with the actors I thought the direction was really well um, a lot of subtle work that. You know, I thought really, really showcase the the idea of these friends just in a car, you know, mm-hmm. um, dealing with their shit. And like, what do you like? How, how does that work? Like, how do you what are, what are the masks, the social masks that the characters wear and who says what? at what it's. Yeah, I thought it was really well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought There was a there's a couple things that really set it apart as a short film. I mean, one uh, just off the bat, uh, I first of all, I thought it was great. I was really impressed with it. Um why are British accents so cool? First of all, I, I didn't realize it was in British. They started talking and I'm like, well, I'm in already. I'm in. I'm in. This is cool. I don't know. It seems professional. <laughs> it, seems it seems more, more professional. professional. <laughs> I don't know. They got me. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Peaky Bladgers, I guess. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, but, I, and not, but, but as a short film, it's one of those short films where no matter how well it was produced, which it was, um, they had shots that set them apart from a normal short film, in my opinion, like that one where he's sitting, uh, there's a, a shot where he's sitting in the front seat of the car the main guy and the the main girl's behind him and she's smoking a joint and she blows smoke at the back of his head oh, yeah. and the shot is from the front and it was just beautifully well done with like a slow motion um, so and com- things
2: like that yeah
0: yeah and, and uh, the smoke was highlighted and it there was multiple shots like that that set them apart from you know what a standard short film would do mm-hmm. uh, which was really impressive but that short film could go either way no matter how well it's done if the acting is enough to snuff and it really was they right. were fan-fucking-tastic um did you guys watch picky blinders at all yeah uh, it's on the did list that but... kid not fantastic show by the way gotta watch it but did that kid not remind you of uh, john
1: yeah, I thought From that maybe he, he does look like like a long-lost um, Cole brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. And the same kind of, uh, you know, attitude and um, that gravitas as an actor. I thought, yeah, so, I, you know,
1: his name's uh, Aaron Thomas Ward. I thought, I thought he was excellent. I think, you know, he's the best actor in the thing, but that's not to, you yeah. know, minimize the accomplishments no, of the other right. two. But the, the moment, I was talking to Josh about this before we got on, the moment that really solidified that for me was... Um, towards the end when um, Shay, the girl like leaves the car and he just like, I don't want to spoil it. Cause I want everybody to watch it from the solo, but he like
0: says something to himself. Yeah. And I was like, Oh you this is like, you're great. Yeah. You're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's, yeah, I, that was the moment that would say the same thing for me, locked it in. It was, uh, that vulnerability. He was completely alone. You know, that sense of, of self and space. It was, yeah. Uh, and that's not how, that's not how most people would do it. You know, that's right. not first instinct. That's, Taking a thought, making sure you're getting it right, and going about it the opposite way, and yeah, super. Well, the idea
2: of taking everything that's like they, they say in the theater lingo, the previous circumstances or whatever, previous action of what happened to him and his history, and he'll bundling it all up in this situation where he seemingly what to me seems to be like he's in his he's back into his usual kind of climate before he um, before his past or whatever happened to him. Um and like he's still kind of struggling, you know, she's drinking, she's smoking and he's like no, I'm sober, you know, like mm-hmm. and everything and then she kind of needles him, but like you can see he's carrying all of that inside and he does it in a way that's not overacted, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I think it's just very, subtle, subtle. So, very, very good, subtle, very good work. Yeah. It
1: feel it felt um, like a play. You know, like yeah. in the fact that, you yeah. know, and that might be just because it's, you know, one location. But I really did think, you know, the emotional, the type of conversation they were having, the emotional resonance in that conversation. It felt like a like a theater piece to me. Right. And very much.
0: Also, also, I just want just to give them credit. It was more than one location. They did go to the girl's house for a couple shots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. OK. So, all right. You're, yeah, I,
0: you know, I'm just giving them credit. One and a uh, half locations. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it was uh, it was it was really impressive. I mean, it's it's racking up views on YouTube. I think it's like seventy five thousand or something already. Yeah, um, um, you know, it, it's a short film that they, you know, the, all those kids should be picking up awards at festivals for on a regular basis. You know, we should be seeing them all again soon. Yeah, uh, they were all fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the the youngest kid was really really good as well. Yeah, I mean, so was the girl. They were all great, but it's just uh, all different characters. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. The youngest, Xavier
1: really uh, Russell, who played Gino, was on a program called Top Boy. Um, which I, th- I guess in England is like a big, I don't know. I never heard of it. But in the comments, is like, I, oh,
0: he's from Top Boy. <laughs> so it's like, OK, <laughs> cool. Um, I was it on. I think maybe it pops up on Netflix here at some point possibly. Um, but no, all yeah. of those
1: actors are great. And I think, you know, they all will go places. You know, I was had the good fortune to interview the director and the producer. So hopefully that will go live at some point. Um, but oh, they great. just their amazing process um, and everything they were talking about, you know, with intent and making the film and the experience of they've toured like every festival, you know, with it oh, really? and, and, uh, enjoyed great success. And so I think it's great. It's called stationary. You can watch it on the million youth media, YouTube channel, uh, for free, obviously. And I, I would encourage everybody to go check it out.
0: <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was very, very well done. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad you guys. Thank you for it. bringing Damn. it up for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, like Josh said, one of the things that's really nice about a, a thing like that is that it's it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very palatable just in that it's a short film. So create creatively, creatively, <laughs> creatively. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. creativity. Uh, it's been it has been a long couple days. You said you've uh, you've had
2: some auditions, Mister. Well, Actor uh, yeah, Speaking of over,
0: speaking of overacting um, <laughs> or not overacting, I had a, an audition for a a kids show. Hell yeah. Uh, It was really fun. I can't say much more about it than that, but it was a self tape, but tons of fun. Uh, You know, first time that's kind of come, excuse me. I'm burping. (laughs) Um, First time that's kind of come around. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, you just kind of get to let go. And you remember it's a kids show. The dialogue is so ridiculous and fun that you can't help but you know, I uh, you know I can't really talk about like what show or anything, but right. it was, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of fun. And then I had a commercial audition the next day, and kind of felt you know, a little stuck in that uh, that space, overacting <laughs> fa- space, exactly. And it you know, and it's commercial audition, so sometimes that is what's needed. That was not the case for this <laughs> no. one, and so. This was like a like was, a like
2: a depression medication commercial and yeah. no
0: no no and again like I can't say what it is, you know. I don't right. want to get in, I don't want to get you know in any trouble or anything. But uh the guy who's you know as cast is just fantastic, like really, really great uh casting director. And like I felt bad because you know it gave me great direction the first time. I was just I just was so overacting, you know, and it was so nice. Like, all right, let's do it again, just bring it down, you know. And I was like, oh right. shit. Like it was I was just stuck in that space, you know. It's so funny because but, uh, Yeah. go ahead. No, all sorry, Dad. Right. Yeah, just uh but the the kids show one was like that's all right. I don't know. It was fun. I was liberated. I know
1: that you can't <laughs> say, but blink twice if it's for the Pee Wee's Playhouse reboot.
0: Is that a thing? Because that would be sick. It's,
1: okay, i am not, not going to say. If he's like, blinking I didn't know that was not, a thing. <laughs> but uh, okay, that's very interesting.
0: I, is that a thing?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I just it, it's funny because like you don't look like Paul Rubens necessarily, but I feel like you could do that character in an interesting way. <laughs>
0: I would do it. I would also need to, like, buzz my head.
1: Yeah, hey, sure. I mean, it's a good look. I need a haircut. Bad.
2: Yeah, Corona. The audience can't corona see, it you is. got the Corona crew. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, speaking of a children's long. show, I, told, I started watching uh, Power Rangers Turbo on Netflix. and Turbo? Yeah, the fourth mm-hmm. season. Yeah, it's the one right after okay. the, the Ninja whatever. And, of course, you know, obviously, I grew up on the Power Rangers, and they were great. And speaking of, like, terrible scripts and like overacting <laughs> and things like that. Like, I feel like, of course, like in the nineties, if I was asked to be one of the Rangers on power Rangers, of course I'd take it because that's the biggest TV show at, at the time right. for, you know, um, for kids and things like that. But can you imagine like, uh, the guy who played David, who plays a uh, Tommy, I forget his full name, MMA fighter, martial artist, you know, yeah, he's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Still, like, racking Ranger. Up, yep, like, Ranger. Yeah the buco dollars, you know, going to these conventions and things like that. Um, but like <laughs> well, he did how many X amount of seasons bit. and like, it's and they, they had to have been in their thirties doing it, you trying know, to be 20s, 18 year olds, 30s, yeah. um, uh, kids or whatever. But like, can you imagine getting those scripts every day and being, you know, and taking it seriously. And part of me th- hopes that I could someday at a kid's show, you know, like act like that and just be okay with it and make the money. But, you know i don't know Well, that's why very I like, uh,
0: important yeah you go Brandon. oh sorry no you go. very important thing to remember specifically about power rangers and specifically when you're about to like tommy and those guys right they're all their careers were kind of you know wacky after the guy in the suit playing the villains for like a lot of the first season and doing most of the voices is brian cranston
2: yeah what i actually had no yes. idea that's
0: yes okay. that's why he's in the power rangers movie that came so like that's such an important thing to remember because i agree with you you know it but, but brian showing like everything is something yeah work you know, is everything's worked work yeah it's it's stretching muscles you know so that's why uh, brian Cranston, by the way did the voice of zardon uh, what's Z- it called zordon. Uh, zardon zardon, the one, yeah.
2: zardon? I zordon. Zordon. <laughs> zordon i think i would know <laughs>
1: Satan,
2: you guys
0: remember Zoltan? Miss no, from uh, Dude, where's my car? <laughs> That's
2: awesome. um, I but yeah, so I it's I mean. it's just interesting, like going back and watching it, and then it's <laughs> what? No, go,
1: go. just what we'll, we'll breeze past it. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay,
0: I re- I was reacting to him saying, "Dude, where's?" Or he hasn't seen. Dude, where's my car? Then he laughed.
2: Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen I, it. I haven't seen it either. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is... What? dude? How did
0: you guys miss that? I that know was like the a huge line movie and movie I know I
2: know the whole, like... I know the dude, the, What
1: is mine say Dude, what Wednesday. It. Yeah. And I it's think exactly I saw that right. on YouTube and, like, didn't think it was funny. So wait, wait like, the thing? we haven't it's talked... the ab- same ab- reason... We haven't
0: talked about We're in the Shadows yet. Can we... Can I change my movie to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we just we'll just right Yeah, we'll pause and then we'll you Time out.
2: No, it's the same reason why I never really... You know, like the American Pie movies, I never really saw them until much later. You know, I never saw them when they were like current. So I feel like we were um, young for that. Yeah. Uh, the, the subject matter, a I saw time.
0: everyone.
2: That, <laughs> and Brandon, Brandon looks great. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Fair enough. No, um, no the arguments? most interesting thing about Power Rangers to me is that like they only like half shot it. Cause yeah, like cause half of Japanese, that footage is repurposed from yeah. just the Japanese thing. Like anytime they fight the actual monsters, yeah. that's like other Japanese people in the costumes, yep. like oh, I love from like it. a decade before. <sighs> yep. And that's why like anytime um they like fight, the monsters are always like, I'm taking you to my dimension because it's like, shittier footage in like a weird location (laughs) because it's an entirely different show that Saban like for international they just were like all right well now we'll make it about high school
2: kids which is kind of crazy because like there was a shot in one of the recent episodes where they were in these little like go-karts because turbo is all about the cars right they like switched from like zords and things like that to like cars they were in these go-karts and they went from like chasing this bad guy to saving a bunch of these japanese people and yeah. it's like it's it's a in I know LA has probably you know little <laughs> little Japan a little Tokyo or whatever. Yeah, probably. But like it's it's a legit cut from like no, yeah, they the go quality like- that they had in the 90s for like <laughs> filming in LA to the grainy footage that it is the the zords and the that kind of footage. So it's so awesome. It's really <laughs> funny, but it's like who the hell cares? They they've made Bucos of dollar in that fucking if series. I want to do an... buko a- Like I don't want to say li- like a I don't want to <laughs> say millions or billions or thousands. It's like it's a lot of money. Well, okay.
1: Where does it come from? I'm trying to. What is Buko?
2: A lot. But, but
1: how, for
0: how did you? No, it's where it's, did you hear this from? It's, it's buku.
2: Buku dollars. Okay, thank you. I was mispronouncing the conjugation. It's a yeah. Latin origin. It's a lost language. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Caleb's lost. Don't worry <laughs> just about it. I feel stupid. Um, he doesn't even get he us. He Doesn't even get us. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so. It's not funny if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well,
1: I want you to feel bad. <laughs> ah, now I do. So, Brandon, good. This so like nice a... with the
2: auditions. Are you just doing it on your um, on your phone? Fo- just doing everything on your phone, or is a lot
0: of uh, things? No, 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 no. For self tape, so like for the the kitchen stuff, like that was a self tape. So for that, I'm using my camera. And, okay, so you and do you have camera, and you're like and a camera, you like set up and everything. Um, yeah, and then uh, it was just the Zoom thing it was odd, and it was a it's a very wide shot type of thing. So I was using my phone. Um, what? It- but I have the setup in in the garage. Ha- with all the lights. And oh, everything. nice.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to get a, yeah. a two bedroom apartment to have one room as a, <laughs> an audition room. Um, so, but my question only because, uh, I wanted to bring this up about the audition stuff. is like, every time I look on breakdowns, like backstage, actors access, things like that, a lot of them, they say, you know, short films and different commercials. And a lot of people are asking for commercials of like, real families or real couples oh, because they want people <laughs> who have been like in the the same room so they can still film it or whatever yeah. and there's with all this zoom stuff going on I've, I've seen a couple zoom plays now and some readings and there's some really interesting things like different points that i can like uh you know i watched uh midsummer night stream uh that our very own caleb was a part of on twitch which is a very interesting experience like tech now like uh, effect wise you could do a lot of different interesting things that I think yeah. the performances or the sitting there watching it um, but like I don't know how I feel about how things are going to Zoom because every time I see those breakdowns I I don't have the motivation to audition for something on Zoom you know directing a play back in June on Zoom it just was kind of a you know anything that's not written for Zoom specifically I always feel like it's not going to not gonna read like i was watching bravo last night and andy cohen had his like live after like uh, the real housewives of beverly hills or whatever and it's on zoom like he has his own professional setup and they're still advertising these like fully produced or whatever shows but they're remote you know what i mean and like is that yeah, is that where we're going really, to <laughs> you well, know?
0: no i mean i think it's i think it's just for now and also i mean with the state of the states it's it's a little different yeah, yeah you no, know definitely. Uh, um, like that's i mean i know in, in, in a serious way you know toronto where like we just started opening up again right yeah. so since last week i've had like four auditions since last wednesday awesome. because like we're we're opened up for for commercials and stuff um so it's uh you you can shoot here you know the risk is is much lower now yeah. no, um, new york's been doing like really
2: really well um actually as a state yeah. and um another reason i brought up cuz uh, i did help Caleb do a self tape last weekend and the footage like we did great footage and things like that, but you know, importing it onto my computer to like splice it together, mm-hmm. it was just slightly behind. Like the frame rate was a little bit lower. And the interesting thing is that I've I've had this computer since, um, or I've been doing it this way since audition tech class. And oh. well, no, because um, I just recently got my iPhone 11, so I had the iPhone 7, so it wasn't a problem, right? And so when I got my iPhone 11. You know, I had our buddy Max come over before I bought it to kind of test it out because you can shoot in 4K, you can shoot in HD, yeah. and some of the weird uh, exposure stuff is is a little bit funky that you're used to. But anyway, so I just found out the setting on the iPhone 11 that you can shoot in 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second. And what was happening is that I was the alt, the um uh the default setting is HD 30. And so transferring right. it into, like, high definition from that causes it to be just slightly behind yeah. in like frame rate skips. Frame rate skips. Yeah. And so I now know to shoot everything in 60 frames per second when I'm going, you know, doing my audition tapes, and it'll be better. So for anybody out there with an iPhone 11, <laughs> and, I, and I think about it like, oh, shit, is that why I haven't gotten, like, anything? <laughs> because they open up my, like, audition, and they're like, what the like, fuck? What? Did he, like... Film this on a, a calculator? Like, what I you
0: A T-89? Like, what? T-I-89, You know. Um, so,
2: anyway, that's my little, like, <laughs> well, tidbit,
0: so you know. How was the, uh, what was the, how was the audition? Or what can you say about it? That's you good. Know, I you never know. Most, the things. only,
1: like, the only stuff that I'm auditioning for at this point where it's, like, can't talk about it because I signed NDAs is, like, voiceover stuff. Like, I get a lot of voiceover stuff through my yep. manager. So, like, Netflix stuff. Um, Actually, so dope. yesterday... Brandon one thing I can't there was like a there's like a VO spot they were doing voice matches for all these celebrities I don't know who this person is but uh, they asked me to do Connor McDavid
0: mm. are you doing
1: it <laughs> I didn't I don't know if I booked it I, I auditioned for it but I'm saying I don't know Kay. he's a hockey person
0: <sighs> I know yeah I'm very upset with you right now <laughs> uh, like I'm so I'm so excited mean, I'm very excited you know for you and I really hope you get it Okay. like really hope you get it um <laughs> David's the best hockey player in the world oh, wow. by a pretty good margin. That's great. By like and like, that's not. There's little argument there at this point. Like, there's guys like Sidney Crosby's older than him, who was like the last. You know, like there's right now. He's the best player in the world. I I I I feel very confident saying that. Okay. Uh, I
3: don't
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, he's yeah. So that's fucking awesome and I really hope sure. you get that. That is super 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 um, cool. Um
1: no, great. Uh I th- I figured that you would like that. But for for the stuff that Josh Dude, and I were doing it's so just dope. like stuff on like active <laughs> access or backstage. Um and it's like you just like I know what you're saying Josh about like not feeling motivated to go out for like certain things, but like at this point I just want to like work i'm so yeah, fucking
0: like yeah. i'm like so stir yeah.
1: crazy and just like anything
0: um it's also just like the stuff that's on actress access right now is very limited yeah. you know compared to stuff that comes through with, like with like the like my agent and mm-hmm. stuff or you know like like what you're saying with the manager for for the voiceover stuff like it's the, like you like you said josh the stuff that's coming through on actress access is like hey real families or people that are living together Absolutely. or whatever you know yeah kind of the wide the wide casting or like you know, you see like the, um, you know, uh, movie casting call with some giant director, and then it's you know, four to seven year old girl right. that they're looking for. Or like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, order it's international six, you know? Right. right, or like we need triplets who are all different heights, and <laughs> one of them is at least seven feet tall. You know, like super and then specific you sit there going, random. Good things, luck, buddy. So. You scroll past.
2: Um, no, I, I, you know it's a lot of it too, and I I've been dealing with a lot of like figuring out, you know, in terms of finding representation too, you know, I wasn't able to mm-hmm. to participate in the the school showcase and things like that. And so I didn't really get set up to um, kind of find that after school. And I'm realizing that, you know, but I also don't want to be that asshole like going to all these like casting agencies and like or, um, agents and stuff like that saying, hey, add me to your register. I know you're not really making money at all right now and all your other actual actors are, you know, staying put but you know represent me you know what i mean so i have to but, i mean that's what brandon also- and i did
1: <laughs> we just like emailed people <laughs>
2: oh, okay
1: we can cut that i'm sorry brandon's don't giving what? me a face
0: <laughs> no 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 no, no not, not at all i was gonna say like i you know i don't want to go down this rabbit hole
2: right No, we got to get into the movie yeah, yeah
0: yeah, totally show no no i'm just saying no no because i'm gonna go down a rabbit hole about showcase and i don't want oh, yeah, do to no. oh,
2: yeah, no, no, <laughs> do that i just I, I i might read out reach out to you guys separately and you know, because I need to. Yeah, need no, to but I would say it. just like
0: I mean, like yeah, what me and Caleb did after showcase was just like I just you know emailed everybody, and I'd been kind of doing that for years before. Right. You know, I had reputation, be- re- different representations, I different agents before school, <laughs> and they were all like kind of you know whatever. Right. Uh, and then after school, just kind of emailed to everybody, and it was a little different again because because I knew probably I was gonna have to come back to Toronto. Like I did end up signing with a manager in New York, but then obviously didn't like lost my visa and all yeah. that, yeah. but it, you know, that manager didn't come to our showcase. Yeah.
1: Right. Very few people. And did. Like-
2: well, no, yeah. And I, no, yeah. and I don't want to, I want to, no, 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 yeah, gonna- yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying that like, it's, I think I just have to get over the fact of like, you know, claiming my time and being like, no, I, I, cause I need representation. I just, I'm yeah. that kind of Midwesterner who's like, I don't want to bother you because I know it's a oh, hard right. time and I know nobody's working. So why would you want to sign me? This like you know I don't. But you're also very a, green resume a, and things like that. But it's
0: but you're a multi hyphenate mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Like you're an actor director, right? You know, like it's so it's and like you have a Video game degree in it and you have a big yeah. resume, <laughs> right? I would put that on your uh, on your business
1: the card. Kingdom Hearts on <laughs> proud. <laughs> the only thing it says. <laughs>
2: So anyway, um, Brandon, shall we? Any anything else, you guys? Because I'm I'm actually pretty. I'm excited to talk about those. No, let's get yeah, into it, Brandon. Um, so, what was the movie for this week?
0: What we do in the shadows. Which, by the way, I'm gonna say wrong 15 times. Like he calling it everything else. <laughs> like we're in the shadows. Where what? Whatever. But as <laughs> so good. Just so it's mockumentary style for the audience. If you haven't seen it, um, I saw it originally because I was art directing a movie um that was uh uh a, a superhero type thing um similar to this um so i watched it as uh sorry it's called final or zero issue I just wanted to find the name so we filmed a movie called Zero Issue with um a director who had been at ASDS years before uh Jim Fagan and it was an amazing experience uh but we, you know, it, it was a lot of fucking... What, what am I trying to say? I uh, Not ideas, but uh, inspiration taken from, like, you know, these kinds of mock documentaries and stuff. So, got super-duper deep into this style in this movie. And I've seen it a bunch of times, and I watched it again this morning. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter, like, the whatever, plot, everything. It's all great. But I can just watch them talk and assumedly improvise for hours. Like, I just... Right. They're just hilarious. Every word that comes out of their mouth, it's like understated and just makes me laugh and crack up. And I loved it. Right.
2: Um, honestly, thinking about it, I thought it was OK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I felt because I, you know, I get I get the style. It's very, very different. And I, a lot of a lot of the, the comments I did make me laugh, but it didn't. I don't think it carried me through the movie as much as I thought it would. In terms of, like, the beginning was really funny with, like, the introductions and the situation, stuff like that. But then, like, towards the end, it, like, the the little chuckles and side comments, unless you, you know, had the subtitles on for me anyway. Maybe I should have just uh, had the volume up or whatever. But um, <laughs> it was hard because it's very it, it's very, um, quick-witted, like, the, the humor and stuff like yeah. that in the lines. And if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss something.
1: Well, why weren't you paying attention? Um,
2: what no, I, was I was paying attention you. <laughs> you know um genuine so hurt. yeah like, so what? i you know it was, it was funny i like it I, I got a very um yeah you're right like very the office is a very good kind of like yeah, that kind of frame right and you know even like parks and recreation type of stuff um but yeah i, I, th- I thought it was cool it was cute we will go into more detail later.
1: yeah i mean i feel like a more apt comparison would be i got like really like Christopher Guest vibes, like, you know, uh, this is Spinal Tap, uh, best in show, <laughs> yeah. like that type of mockumentary oh, films. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's interesting cause I know like one of my big things about Bridesmaids last time was like, it just felt like an excuse for like the people to improv, <laughs> but that's literally all this is. <laughs> it's just like, um, but I don't know. Yeah, I feel like awesome. they handled it in a different way where it's like, you know, they had like, um, the script, obviously, and then they had their setting and these characters with like these insane backstories and then like they're <laughs> all just such like comedic geniuses that just getting them in firing like you were saying very quickly. I read that they shot 125 hours of footage what? and the, oh movie's, the movie's less than an hour and a half. It's like yes, less than 90 minutes. So <laughs> literally just cutting all together all of the best stuff from that I guess. Yeah. Um but I I don't know. I I found it to be very funny and very clever and I was genuinely surprised with how polished it was because this could have very easily been they could have just like left it at the jokes of listening to their accents and them saying funny things but like it looks really good. The costumes are oh. all great. The effects of them floating
2: and like yeah. invisibility and all <laughs> the, the blood. The, the it's actually just great. It's like a really well done so movie. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's very, it's, oh, yeah. I think, um, I think that I think also just the shooting style of it being a, like a documentary style film helps in the sense of the, the comedy and the script and the, the whatever, and allowing them to improv. Right. Cause it's, it's not, because in bridesmaids, it's a it's a shot setup shot. It's a it's a fictional world that these characters are inhabiting. In you know, it's the same thing in what we do in the shadows that are in a fictional world. But because it's a uh, a mockumentary or documentary style, you know, it had those things at the beginning, like you know, they were granted access before this unholy masquerade, and they wore a crucifix <laughs> to protect themselves. You know, <laughs> and it's like it's setting you up, and then it's like okay, cool, it's in these vampires' lives, and because. The world outside the camera was so um very strongly realized that they it could be kind of improv improvised or like off the cusp because they're making a documentary they, they don't know what to say this is like yeah you know they didn't have time to rehearse right. you know so so i do think that that did help the style of the tone of the film you know with everything
0: yeah that and then the fact that they're like caleb said they're, they're such professionals like they're all so good at improvising and what they do in it i mean I the werewolves are my favorite part every time. <laughs>
2: yeah, they even they brought kill. in the whole vampire.
1: Werewolf. We're werewolves, not yeah. swearwolves. Not it's swear like, like so wolves. stupid,
0: but it, ma- it like
1: makes me laugh. I don't under- like it's, it's, so a- it's like based funny. in New Zealand
2: too, so you got the kind of the, the, the so soft uh, the Australian kind of what,
1: the Kiwi accent. Kiwi
0: accent. What the fuck do you keep swearing? <laughs>
1: um, I was just gonna say that's a, so that's a good. good point, uh, Josh. Um, just a different setting than I think we're used to like every movie is in New York or LA or whatever, but this is just a very different feel to it. Um, which I think helps a lot to distinguish itself from, and all the accents to like my ears, because like we obviously like to them, obviously it's not an accent, but to us, like it sounds very like, you know, funny and, um, honestly, and we'll get, I mean, we're kind of jumping all over the place, but, uh, I kept like, I just kept anytime Jackie was on screen, like she was my favorite part. Or so the servant. Wait, the, 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 the servant, the woman who is like keeps doing the chores and can like deacons. Oh, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, and her like accent and the way that yeah. she was speaking was like, he's gonna make me immortal. Um, <laughs> you know, like I just made me.
2: And she has a whole family. She has a whole the thing. family. <laughs> and then when yeah. she turns her husband in the <laughs>
1: It's just I would just could keep listing off things that made so me laugh. First,
2: uh, the first time I laughed out loud actually was when um uh, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong Vingo? The Vi Viago, Viago? I, think, or- I can't read my writing. Uh Viago, the, the guy who we first see get out of the coffin. It's like six PM, you know? And he goes to the window Wait, like uh, and he's
0: The guy who's supposed to be like Vlad, the impaler? No, no,
2: no. Vi- Taiko Waititi, the the oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He, he's right. the one who's a little bit, yeah, prissy for a vampire. Just <laughs> like, just clean the dishes. You haven't done them in five years. Um, where he like so goes funny. to the window and he's like, "This is this is the, my this is the scariest part." And he's like, "Is it like six p.m. like in winter time, or is it six p.m. in like July?" Yeah. Oh god, it's you know good. It's nighttime, <laughs> and he just gets excited. He's like, "Wakey, wakey!" You know, it's it's really fun the introduction, the different kinds of vampires, right? So I thought it was really cool to have. And they they always say their ages and stuff like that, and you know the youngest deacon, you know he's hanging upside down. Uh, the, he's
0: the he's the rebel of the vampires, right?
2: The uh, Vlad, he's you know having an orgy, you know as he opens the door and stuff, and well yeah, and then he got Peter well, and, who's like and like I
0: love yeah. that they just made him Vlad the Impaler, you right. know
1: Vlad,
2: well Vlad the Poker,
0: <laughs> the Poker, which is
1: just so yeah they're all like different. Uh, parodies. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, Peter is like, like a, the
2: classic, like monster. Yeah, you have
1: Sferatu in the basement. Yeah. And then you have like, um, like Viago to me was very interview with a vampire, like Brad Pitt and Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Jermaine Clement is like Vlad the Impaler, which was the inspiration for Dracula. Um, and then uh, I don't know his name. Cause he's not as like well-known as the other two the actor's name, but the guy who played guy, Deacon is supposed to yeah. be like a, like a, like a twilight kind of vampire, like a, like a kind of a cool. Just, he's like, yeah, yeah he's, cool. like, he's like, just, Look sorry, at
0: that was my one. I forgot. So you just said that when, what is it? Steve, or what's the other guy's name? The new, like the newest vampire Nick. comes in, Nick. Nick. Nick, when Nick comes in and they're doing that montage of them at the bar. And he just keeps being like, you know, twilight. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like that guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> killed. Me. It was really, it was really cool. And then just the whole, like, you know, like, you know how men, like, puff their chests out or, like, different kinds of birds in nature, like, yeah. are like, come at me, bro, come at me, bro, how they do it. They're like, they float up in the air and they're, like, to chests and then you just have, it's the <laughs> side looks that got me, right? It is, it's a funny movie because you get, with the with the mockumentary, you get those little side glances at the camera. Yeah. You know, like, Vlad's like, Jesus, yeah. you know.
0: The classic Jim Halpert looks.
1: Yeah. yeah, cut to Jim looking at the camera.
2: What
0: did you guys? Wait, do you get that reference though? Josh, my what office. was Josh? What was your question? <laughs> what did you start watching The Office, Caleb?
1: No, but I know who Jim awesome. is. I know who John Cuscoe is. <laughs> I always know. i you
0: started watching it yet. I'm gonna keep pushing. Right. It. <laughs> um, just it's just so many hilarious moments. But the one that was like the saddest and funniest for me was when like at uh like Vigo or whatever when he's calling his old assistant. Oh, yeah. Who sent him in the box, the other place? And the guy's like ninety years old. He's like, "You promise you turn me into a vampire? I've done nothing." I'm with ninety my years life. old. And he just like shuts the computer.
1: One of yeah, one of the funniest <gasps> jokes, um, just having to do with that because I think it sets up an interesting reversal for the end. Because like the whole thing with his character is that he had this like love of his life that they got separated, and he knows where she is, but he hasn't gone to her because she's lived her whole life, you know. Um, but in the end, they get together. But she's like an old lady. And so you're sitting with like Taiko Ititi, who's in his like 30s, maybe like early 40s. I, I'm not sure at this point, um, next to this like old woman. And he's like, So people talk about the age difference. What's a 96 year old woman doing with someone three times her age? Yeah. And, it, and it, <laughs> it's just like really, but it's like, you know what I was saying last time the moments that are like funny, but they're also based in character. Very, very smart, very well written slash improv.
2: Well, it's, it's taking the vampire lore that we know and putting it into, like, that modern time, right? Like, like the whole, um, you know, they can only be invited in. So, they try and go out for the night, and they, they're trying to get the bouncers to invite them into the bars. But they, they're like, guys, just, you know, like, you know, they're they and they're, They won't be invited in until they go to the, the vampire bar, right? Which is, like, nobody, you know? And yeah, then Nick. Just, like, dead. <laughs> and then Nick comes around. He's like, hey, I know this... Uh, I know this place. I know the bouncer. You guys want to go? And they get invited in They're, they're so ex- genuinely excited. I mean, these are yeah. vampires that have spent hundreds of years together and like friends. And there's all these like different photos of them and the different ages and stuff. Um, but then also Nick introduces them or Stewart introduces. The human that gets like carried around and stuff like that. And it's like, he's just in the corner, you know, and like, but they, <laughs> when they when yeah, they, go ahead.
0: Sorry. go. Sorry. Sorry. No,
2: sorry. Go ahead. Um, I'm just going to say uh, like Nick and Stewart show them the, like the internet and like technology and like you know and it's just it's so funny to see these like these beings that are centuries old trying to like figure out the internet <laughs> and there's a line i don't know if you guys missed it but vlad's like they look up virgins online like images and he's like i don't think she's a virgin if she's, if she's, doing, she's doing that yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's it's witty it's funny yeah
0: it was or like the whole, their whole love for stew is amazing. Like when stew's getting eaten by the werewolves and you just see Nick being like, no, don't, don't eat him. He's, he's a good dude. <laughs> yeah. They, they, just they like the um understated things like that, you know, they tried
1: not tried, but the movie has these moments of more of a more serious tone to like, you know, create like a through line. And I, you know, I didn't think that stuff was like as effective as, cause it's a comedy movie. Right. But you know, like when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when, uh, Peter like burns to death. It's like right. a very, you know, strange I feel choice to have that happen in like the middle of this like comedy. But then they use it as a setup for when the police come, and then like that segment's oh. incredible, right? Because oh, his uh, oh my God. yeah, I about
2: the yeah the, so good. Viago's hypnotism isn't the strongest, so, so he's they're like, all worried. and it could, like, hey, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know,
2: you know, and you got you got um, Vlad just on the ground, like holding Deacon by his Deacon ankles by like, his ankles, uh-huh, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and you imagine just the will, the iron will of everybody in that room to not like burst out loud right? when that's going right. on,
2: because that's a that's a there's like seven people in that room, you know? These well, yeah, people, we don't like, know
1: how big the crew is, yeah. you know, there's like an amazing, there's yeah. like how uh, many people are imagine? in this fucking room and then these guys these scenes, and they're in yeah. the fucking costumes and the makeup and like, yep. yeah.
2: and then like the whole thing is like the, the cops are like, Oh, you need a fire detector. Like you need, you need these safety things. And they're <laughs> yeah, like, Oh, uh-huh, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah no they're when they're, 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 they're leaving the basement the deacons like we should kill them And I was like well let's let's see what other safety tips they have yeah. and
1: then we'll see
2: <laughs> we're getting this for free i don't know why <laughs> well and then you know if you have to remember he's like right, you know we can't kill them because then more cops will come and then the christians come and you don't want to deal with those christians <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's it, it's it's very funny and you know obviously talking about it it's like yeah you have to go back and kind of process and let it kind of sit because it's a very different style but just to Caleb's point about the crew, right? You have some people on camera, but the crew. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, quiet on set, you know, and then having to like work a camera or like the boom mic and like giggling to yourself the whole time. Like, it's I, actually, I, I, well, I mean, it's and, like, actually my
1: biggest nightmare is like being in a position like that and then just like cause I laugh at everything. Like, I'm yeah. notorious for breaking very easily, so I would, I would just. But maybe my fear would like keep me from doing
0: it professionalism yeah (laughs) Yeah. well also like i don't know i feel the opposite i like i bloopers are my favorite thing in the world like you both know that because i've made you guys sit down to watch like hours of random bloopers (laughs) before but i love them yeah (laughs) they just make me so happy it's everybody having the best time you know (laughs) yeah no definitely i was watching will ferrell yesterday sure and it was a compilation of him just trying to make people crack and it's like there's there's a couple from Step Brothers. They don't even get, they, there's never in the movie cause they don't get the take just cause everybody's dying of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> like those, I feel like those are the days that you would remember, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, it, it's actually, I'm really glad they put in the whole scene with the, the old woman and um, Viago just sitting there because in the trailer, it's a very funny part of the trailer, right? But they actually don't, it's not until the very end of the movie that they actually, they get together and she becomes a vampire and they're, they're happy. Mm-hmm. You know, she's 90. Um, but the whole the when I say like situations and stuff, that kind of stuck out to me. Also, the the coming out as a vampire, they framed it very much as when Nick was coming out to Stuart as a, like that he was a vampire. It was very much a, a coming out like a, a hom- like gay yeah, type well, of situation. Like, Don't worry, I'm not going to eat you. I'm not interested yeah. in eating you. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, very interesting. You know, and it's just it's oh, just so really well really funny because also with uh, Deacons. Wife or servant or whatever, you know, it's her job to find victims because they have to eat and stuff, you know. And so, she has she seemingly finds these people that she could coax into coming to the thing, but then she doesn't care about if they they die, right? And that's how that's how Nick yeah. gets introduced, and that's how you know. Yeah. Well,
1: the yeah. But her, the other the girl that showed up with him, when she's like, "I'm not a virgin." She's like, "You were when I met you." It was like we were like twelve. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah little moments like that are, are the funniest and, thing. and
0: before she just goes yeah know, yeah, he's uh he's my uh, ex-boyfriend yeah and like because they were dating when they were 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was an ex-boyfriend it's so, so it's just, just little jokes like and that it's
2: like and it's the eating the the chips or the french fries you know and because nick is he's two months into it so he's like i just i want a french fry <laughs> you know or a chip to them and he like starts just throwing up everywhere <laughs> and I don't know.
1: It, yeah, yeah. They really <laughs> are the jokes that are that work the best are, yeah, those little moments that, like you were saying, Josh, play on what we already know about this, like really expansive, hundreds of years old lore of this of the fictional stuff. Like and,
2: even the the wooden stakes or something, like on the vampire hunter, <laughs> right? Just like, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> like <is> just <laughs> do you think he hands he hands? Gorgeous, gorgeous
0: finish on these. Oh, imagine getting this in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, but like but they also turn situations on their heads, right? So um mm-hmm. another really great moment is when Viago's like he has his victim, right? And he likes to get to know them. He likes to yeah. take them, you know, treat them well for their last day on, you know, last day on Earth. And he's like, So what do you
0: he's putting like the little napkin in his car before? Exactly. And he's like, So what do you want to oh, do? And she's so like, good. Well
2: I wanna go to uni, I wanna do this, and she has all these like, dreams <laughs> and he's like, Oh shit.
1: Uh well <laughs> And sorry. then he goes to
2: try and bite her and uh
1: <laughs> when he fucks up he like can't drink the blood yeah
2: you can't and so like it's <laughs> just squirting it's just it's it was fun it's like a slapstick almost uh, farce, almost yeah it's completely yeah, it
0: was ridiculous it's just one of those movies that the whole way through like it it, it just it it's enjoyable and well written funny but also you can just tell everybody involves having a good time and there's something special about that
2: yeah um can we talk a little bit about the whole beast montage or like a yeah. uh, motif in the film because every every time they say the beast uh, an image would pop up with this like creature with like a penis on his chest and the vagina down where the belly button is <laughs> and then it turns out to be just his ex his ex yeah his ex-girlfriend <laughs> or wife or whoever ex-lover and it's just it's so they go to this masquerade and then you know finds out that Stu is a human and it's Hilarity ensues, and it's great. And she
0: just kept, and then, and then she just keeps calling it, She just keeps going, "Hey, asshole!" And this called him asshole, and I kept cracking up every time. Beast. She's like, Don't call me asshole. Don't call me the beast.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sad. I was wondering because it's like, you know, what are they gonna do with this reveal? You know what I mean? Yeah. They have they're setting it up so it's obviously gonna come into play. It's
0: so good, and then
1: it's just this woman. <laughs> it was yeah. It's the, it's the best way they could have just done
0: totally it. normal. Yeah,
1: no. you know they're they're doing a, a a sequel called. Well, there's a show too. Well, there's the show, but they're doing a sequel film called We're Wolves.
3: No, Get it? really.
1: I love it. Do you get it? You. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And I thought the werewolves were really funny in this. In this, they're especially um, when they're like chaining
2: each other up. Like, why would you get a combination lock? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I lost my key. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you wear sweatpants? You're gonna wear jeans. You're gonna rip. gonna rip. Yeah, just like really, just the
1: anger of like the exasperation that, of like
0: we've done this before. Is that fur? Oh. It's
2: so Disgusting. Uh, yeah,
1: Rice, Rice, Reese. I don't remember how to pronounce that fucking name, but Reese Darby is like the lead werewolf, and he's very yeah. funny. Or like when Ooh. they come
2: into the house at the end, they're like the vampires the are worried <laughs> yes. that like just don't pee on anything or like smell and like you can see the the judgments and the and the prejudices, the prejudices mm-hmm. between these two culture like these races of creature that have been in countless fantasy, sci-fi novels like the werewolves vs. the vampires is there like twilight <laughs> underworld you know? it's it's, so funny um,
1: you know i'm sure there are more <laughs> right
2: you know and so um so no i thought you know talking back a bit with the style and the tone i thought it was very very well done yeah for sure. it's
1: a good it's funny i i don't know like what else to really like nah. say about it in yeah. terms of like a we're gonna dissect it frame by frame because yeah, that's exactly. not the kind of oh. movie it is. Not that it, it wasn't done incredibly well, but it's just it's more of like no, these are just, my funniest. Yeah, these are the fun. best
0: parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you I just you know it was it's, it's, a, it's a, a unique comedy. You yeah, know?
2: yeah, and that's what I say when we talk about comedies because you know with this cycle it's gonna be a, a wide range of everything you know and and really finding you know Brandon this was definitely a, a your kind of humor because you love the stand up you love like these kind of mm-hmm. um, style of yeah, movies and especially stuff, that, and that improv
0: style yeah. for sure definitely gets me
2: you know and so compared to bridesmaids there's still those elements but because of the style of the filming that's where you get kind of the this distinct like what works better for what we do in the shadows versus bridesmaids and you know things like also,
0: that. also you know uh the runtime between an yeah, hour 20 minutes you yeah. know See what i'm
2: saying yeah what i'm saying <laughs>
0: yeah it, Snappy. It, like that's a it is it's it's a significant you know thing of, so
1: And they cover yeah. even in this movie is like a half an hour shorter or around there, it covers like so much more. Like a, a bigger right. scope of time, bigger range of emotions. I think it like has maybe technically fewer characters, but each character gets more growth because well, you, can you got pay attention to them more. Well, you with know? the
2: documentary style, you can have the characters sitting down talking about each other, you get those backstories and histories, you get those flashes of and they they superimpose their faces on different very popular <laughs> or, art of vampires and things like that. Granted, one of them, I think, is Kronos eating his children. Yeah. Um, Which is a god, not really a vampire, but it's a beast-looking kind of uh painting. So, yeah, no, you kind of get that. Like, with something with like Bridesmaids, you have to do it all through crafty exposition and written scenes. Like, this is like, okay, you know, Vlad, tell me about Viago. Oh, yeah, no, he's like this. He's this, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, so it's a... There are different vehicles that you can use that the, yes. the the way it's filmed lends itself to more. Well,
0: and I'm ge- I'm guessing here, you know, I, I don't know, but you have to assume that the production of the two were very, very different. You know, yeah, Bridesmaids, a much bigger production, you're on a tight schedule, you have people in and out. So your time is limited for improv and finding things comparatively. Right. I'm, I'm guessing where a movie like this... Again, Caleb, you said they had what, 153 hours or something of footage. You Some know, ridiculous so like you amount have of footage the, to come through. Yeah. You, but you, yeah. So you have the you have the time. You're not spending an insane amount of money on this shot, on this location, on this day. You know, I, I'm, I'm assuming again, but
1: well, no, you can tell that like what you were talking about the for example, Josh, like when they're going around trying to get into bars, you can tell that those are probably like real bouncers like cuz the camera is so far away and they're trying to like get into the you know and like stuff like that. And just imagine like the actual story that tells when you're like just trying to like work at this club and these three <laughs> fucking weirdos dressed in like a costume come up and they're like we'd like to come inside. It's right, like all like, right then they go have- in. <laughs> right.
2: I'll go in. But it's like no you <laughs> yeah. have to invite them.
1: Um <laughs> yeah, it it seems like this is clearly not that I'm saying like bridesmaids like didn't necessarily like they weren't like passionate about it. Yeah. But that's like a Hollywood movie that has very specific goals and you're trying to accomplish right. a very specific thing for your market where yeah. this is like I mean they didn't even have international. They had to kickstart to bring their movie to the states to like show it. Oh wow, I didn't
0: know that. Like so this is a, very, a calling card, you know?
1: Yeah, very like specific sense of humor, very like project like a indie, like an right? indie um yeah. passion project for everybody and you know they had had success before like Taika Watiti has been making indie films um, for a long time, like Boy, Hunt for the Wilder People. They're all great. Um, now he's in the Marvel shit, so he's like, you know, fine. He's good. Jimaine Clement was one half of uh, just won an Academy Flight of the Award. Concords. Um, Yeah, with Jojo Rabbit, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Academy Award winner, yeah. Taika Waititi. It's and totally then Jimaine right. Clement's yeah. one half of Flight of the Concords and has been doing comedy forever. Um, yeah. So, But this was the thing, I think, that brought them... It's really international acclaim and you can tell that it uh they really put a lot of passion and effort into it.
2: Do you know uh what hand they had with the TV show at all on FX? I haven't I've seen like the pilot of
1: it. I haven't really watched it. I haven't seen the it. show.
2: I just know it's the same premise. Yeah, I, I don't, know I'm, I'm sure a- they
1: I'm sure they're producing it. I I know they're not in it. Yeah. I think like different right. actors are playing those characters or maybe they're
2: I mean it's gotten like people love it people, people love are, it yeah. you know it's I mean nominations and things like that so I mean they're doing something right I just it's just interesting to like bring something to the states and then all of a sudden FX is now producing and so, I mean, such a good premise well, it's been such know?
1: a thing this like yeah. the past few years especially of Taking these movies and making TV shows out of them, and sometimes you get like something like Fargo, which is an incredible show. Yeah, and and then I think maybe people see that, and it's like, all right, now we can we have to start doing that, and and it's all. Well, like, I
0: mean, speak. I, I just watched the first episode of Snowpiercer, which again a little different because it was a graphic novel before a movie. Right. But so far, fantastic, and everybody who's watched it has said that that it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's interesting. but uh, um, the main I'm guy sure. is the guy from Hamilton, the it's guy Daveed you Diggs. He's uh the so he's i i don't think i'd ever seen him before i watched hamilton a few nights ago started watching snowpiercer i think he's my favorite actor right now uh he wow well, kind of crazy I Holy shit. you know watching
2: hamilton last week a couple weeks ago uh you know uh ryan's mom was like oh i recognize him from you know the, the snowpiercer and i said yeah a lot of mm-hmm. when you're part of like really successful broadway shows it does open up a lot of avenues for you because you know, producers, casting directors, you know, your agents, well, you know, selling you, you know. Yes, once but
1: also I think like it's not just that he was like on a Broadway. He was on the, the Broadway show of like yeah. all, all time. Sh-
2: yeah, right. That okay, also helps. That's why I said successful but He also Broadway wasn't show. from
1: Hamilton. Like he's the lead singer of this band called Clipping that has like been doing really interesting um, in, uh, experimental hip hop for like a long time.
2: We and have that movie. I love that. Do you guys yeah. see this his, his movie uh what movie did he have Blind Spotting is his spotting. film
1: which is if you like him Brandon you got to watch this one called Blind Spotting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And Done. You got to listen to clipping cuz they're fucking great. And that's yeah. where he came from and um yeah. and then Hamilton obviously of course of course blew him up to yeah. astronomical proportions and then he was on Kimmy Schmidt for a while. Um he's great. He's he's definitely really talented. Um Speaking of Isn't Jennifer Connelly on that show too? Yeah, she's
0: like the other lead.
1: Um, I didn't think that movie was like that good, but people have been saying the television show is really good, so I'll check it out.
0: Gra- you can tell already. It's a very, you know, the it's a, it's a graphic novel or, you know, series of comics, so it's, the movie is very streamlined, clearly. Sure. So even from the pilot of the the show, you're like, okay, there's a whole- Where's it on? We got much more going on here. Uh, Netflix. Oh, uh, you know what? Sorry, Netflix in Canada, it's a TSN show that's not right sorry uh not obviously not tv who owns tbs um I don't know. fucking somebody tnt tnt thank you it's a tnt show oh and uh, a tbs show TNT i believe knows Trump. and then yeah. <laughs>
2: tbs always <laughs> always
1: funny <laughs> sorry uh i'll check it out check out the final um, for sure. i didn't realize it was out
2: speaking of tv shows uh small tangent you guys hear about um, the HBO Max uh, Batman TV TV show that's going to mm-hmm. be an expansion of the Batman movie. Well, I
1: read the article that said it's Robert Pattinson's worst nightmare. So I don't know.
2: Oh, really, yet. I just yeah. heard
1: right,
0: because yeah. he doesn't want to do TV.
2: But it's HBO, so it's not. He really does to like, be in
0: it. He's Batman.
2: Huh? He doesn't have to You're be doing in it. About it. Gotham Police. Oh, I thought yeah, it was like no. It's oh. not going to be. No, no, he's going to no, do no, the no, movies, no, no. but yeah, he's not doing but it. They, but saying that the TV show will be an expansion of the universe that they set up for mm-hmm. in the movie. Right. You know? And so that'll be interesting. Cause it's H it's HBO. Like you have, you know, <laughs> and it's, you know, and what we were about last time about the eight, eight episodes hour long, like they're really gonna, so it'll be interesting. Granted, it's not going to be out until 20 late 2021, early 2022, but, um, you know, that's well, my only
0: thing, my only thing with that is, and I'm excited. I'll watch it because you know, it's, It's i'm a nerd and that's what i do but we just did this with gotham and it was great and i liked um ben mckenzie as uh you know jim gordon and i know that's like a different thing this is hbo so i assume it's going to be much more like yeah i think it's gonna i think more well it's (laughs) it's the budget
2: right like it's um (laughs) but it's, it's the budget right brandon so like when you're on the CW yeah. or Fox, you, I mean, TV budget is far less than HBO budget. And so they're going to be able to do a lot more polished work and the storytelling. That they're going to be able to do would be a lot, you know, cause, cause Gotham, you know, it first couple few seasons were good. And then they kind of like went meh, but you know, here it sounds like they're going to try and really kind of build a kind of yeah. like what Marvel's doing on Disney plus with, you know, with cap, uh, Captain America and winter soldier and, uh, the vision and wanda so oh,
1: we'll never get a we'll never get a break never get gonna break. oversaturate it's that gonna, market baby <laughs> they're gonna make
2: you have to get disney plus to get this content to figure out what's going on the <sighs> movies and then say, you know so lucky for us we're actors <laughs> and there's plenty of content and as soon as one of us gets a marvel or dc contract um we can set up a patreon for the the podcast. Up. <laughs> <laughs> hey man <laughs> I'm still, you know, I'm
0: still, I'm still out there trying to get some Roy Harper. Yeah, you know, trying to try to get on sets. I'm trying to try to find that out, but so you know,
1: cool. Do we have anything else to say about? I I think
0: I'm uh, okay,
2: I'm good. I'm ready to. I
0: actually, really quickly, before we rate the movie, yeah. I wanted to jump back to something Josh was saying uh, before the movie stuff. If that's cool, sure. just really quickly, when you were talking about Zoom episodes and stuff with TV and and all of that. I, I mean, right now I agree. Like I haven't seen many that do it well, but I I will say, and I've said this a lot already. I'm definitely on the bandwagon. But the quarantine episode of Mythic Quest was phenomenally well done. Mm-hmm.
1: I slept. I'm sorry. You know? I know. I we're waiting. No, for no, me no, to to no, no. Watch different, no, no, different thing. But I'm just saying that
0: the 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 no, no, like the But the quarantine thing, and they did it. It's all Zoom style, right? Yeah. Like video chat style. It was very like that's the best one I've seen so far. Well, what's interesting with style. this whole
2: c- culture. You know, so on HBO Max, there's this show called Legendary, which is a uh, the ballroom scene, um, a competition show, ballroom scene, almost like So You Think You Can Dance and things like that. And like, Oh, cool. Um, it was really I, – I really enjoyed it. Me and my roommate, Antoine, watched it. But the final episode, they were filming – they started the finale, and then three days into the finale, Corona hit. And so they had this oh. little blip saying, you know, because of the safety, they actually – they still filmed it because it was way early in New York. You know, Um and so they they just did it without an audience, right? So it was just them and the right. judges, and they still were able to finish it. It was produced. It was great. Um, it's interesting how much the audience really does fuel like a performance like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, same thing with we we are here, which is um, RuPaul's Drag Races, Is uh, Eureka Shangela and Bob the drag queen go to these really small towns and rural parts of the the country to like essentially do a drag show and, and invite culture into people's lives and create a safe space mm-hmm. or whatever. Kind of like educating those that may judge the homosexual community or drag queens. Um, but their final episode was canceled because of the coronavirus. And so it ended up being, and the way they put it together was very well done so that they showed some footage from the beginning week, but then they had to be shut down. And so it ended up being um, almost like a interview type of situation with Bob, Shangela and Eureka at their own places talking about how drag, what drag meant to them and things like that. So it was like mm-hmm. almost like a, I don't know how you would call it type of thing. So, um, but then the final moment was all the drag daughters from the, se- from the season put together like their like on their phone or whatever, zoom them lip syncing to a song or whatever. And then they made this like montage music video type thing of all the different, you know, kids that they helped through the season yeah. and things like that. So it was like, it was very clever the way they did it with this whole Corona stuff, you know, but now that those are over now, people, now you have to wait for, you know, everything yeah, there's, to start up again. There's a but, lot of
0: innovation going on, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the other side of that spectrum with the no audience thing though, um, you know, you're talking about the dancing competition. They've been doing UFCs with no audience and they're back They're on fight Island now in Dubai. Cause they bought an Island to fight on. Um, oh, and it's the, <laughs> So there's no, but there's no, so this, there's, no yeah. there's, well, there's no, there's no audience, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have your corner men and then you have your, uh, your judges and you have like the commentators and the first fights that happened, like, and it was like, they started really quick was a couple months ago the commentators started realizing that the fighters could hear every word they were saying. And the commentators <laughs> are, and the analysts are like the best in the world at what they do. So you're watching these fighters like changing up their tactics based on what the commentators are saying. Wow.
2: That's and funny. so it just added
0: this whole different level and shit. You can hear all like the coaches, but then you can also just hear every like,
1: Every like impact, it's, yeah. It, it's Probably yeah, really yeah, it's, fucking it's, disgusting. Uh, <laughs> it's
0: weird, it's weird yeah, totally. but it's like it's uh, nah, it's intrigued. a different, it's just a different thing. I don't want to think it's about
1: how badly they're hurting each other. I just right. want to watch and
0: be I just entertained.
3: Watch
0: them. Yeah, <laughs> cool. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting, but uh, it's it's just uh, it's crazy that how much innovation there is. Just you know, people trying to figure shit out. Oh yeah. At this time. So. Yeah. All right, boys, ready to
2: give it some ratings. Yeah, Brandon, you go first
0: i give it four out of five i, I also want one uh, of those jackets that they argue over
1: <laughs> i also give it a four <laughs> i think it's very very well done
2: after talking about it i'm gonna give it a four as well
1: hey i was a, i this was the solid... second
2: time that this has happened
1: after a raging bull we all gave it a four as well <laughs> i uh
2: i was gonna give it a hard three brandon you guys worked me back up because retalking about it, Love it's it. it's fun. You're retalking about it and thinking back at the scenes. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was well done. Yeah. You know,
0: so. it's a very quotable movie, which is a big oh, yeah. thing for comedies. You know,
1: yeah, it's good to it's good to be able to remember the Take jokes. Away all of this, yeah, <laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> cool, Caleb, uh, Caleb. I think. Right. What do we do next next? Yeah, week? it's my turn.
0: Comedy. Um. Right. Still.
1: Yeah, there's a film from 1971, a Hal Ashby movie called Harold and Maude. Have you seen it?
2: Harold and Maude? I don't think so.
1: Um, all right, great. So we'll do Harold and Maude next time. It's on Amazon Prime in both countries, and I think HBO Max as well.
2: Great.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: it is... <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you guys to watch it. <laughs> it's not
2: like a price uh, Python yeah, type s- thing, is it?
0: Anything about it?
1: Um. Nope. It's just a... Movie I really like puppets. No, it's what puppets.
0: I don't know. It sounds like vaudeville. I don't know. Is it know.
1: Monty Python? no. Okay. It's a uh, just a movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's a cult movie. It's got like a pretty big cult following. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't want you guys to just just watch it. Perfect. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So Harold and Mod next time. Harold and Mod. And uh, Brandon, take us off.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Three MFAers Podcast please subscribe and find us on YouTube at three M affairs podcast on Instagram at three M affairs podcast, Apple music at three M affairs podcast. Uh, you can find me at Brandon, Brandon, Kyle McPherson on Instagram, Josh,
2: uh, follow me at stir underscore Joshua. Um, and also we're on Spotify, Mr. Brandon.
0: Yep. Also find us on Spotify at three M affairs podcast, and we will soon be on Google podcast or whatever it's called. Caleb?
1: Yeah, check out FilmReviewDaily.com. Me and my other contributors are working to cover pretty much everything. New Film Review every day. Uh, I'm on Letterboxd at you know CJCASDS. And uh, that's it. Please, you know, like, comment, subscribe. And if you have any questions, then leave a comment in the YouTube section. <laughs> <laughs>
0: seriously though ask us questions uh, about the movies comments anything you like actually really quickly uh, i have a yeah. question
1: for you guys um bring it so the editor of film review daily james uh cameron wilson who's brilliant and a very kind person he asked me like out of the blue for i think he's putting something together um if a list if i had from the last five or six years any like memorable amazing movie quotes that have like stuck in my head and I put like together a list but I was wondering if you guys off the top of your head I know this is like you haven't had time to think about it but is there anything that like jumps at you
2: are we talking what's what style does so, any, quote, anything at from all many,
1: from movies that are like really memorable like really special that you think
2: I'm, but that's that's completely that's subjective I got it like, I got it, that's I got why it. I'm asking it's you because it's subjective
0: I got it okay, I got all it right, Yeah. I am Iron Man well i
1: mean that's over a decade ago but
0: sure <laughs> oh no, oh, he no yeah you're right you're right you're right. Sorry, you're right you're right you're right i mean come on what a moment oh, within this uh, the re- five or six years,
1: five or six five years. years. you said
0: last five, last five or six years right yeah. uh, five or six years what's coming up i
1: have a f- i have a few that i could just rattle off
0: Yeah, hit us with some
1: so i thought i there there's like a bunch of quotes from whiplash for example that i think are fantastic mm. like not not quite my tempo uh <laughs> were, you rushing, were you dragging? There are no two words in the English language more harmful than "good job." Mm. I love the quote from um, Creed. I, you know, I think that movie's okay, but when Sylvester Stallone says, "like he's like time," you know, takes everybody out. It's undefeated. Like thinking of like him and his legacy, that's incredible. Obviously, there's a bunch of stuff from um, Guardians of the Galaxy, like I am Groot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kingsman has manners maketh man, which is like really, um, yeah. Yeah. the funniest line, I think for me, did you guys see the big sick with no, uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Ray Romano, like he's like, so uh, what's your stance on nine 11? <laughs> and he's like, my stance on nine eleven anti. It was a tragedy. We lost nineteen of our best guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And it's but it's That's just like cause he's like trying to make light of. But then it's like Ray Romano and, and Holly Hunter is right. staring at yeah. him like, oh my fucking god, right?
0: Um, and he, he's just like playing a version of like he's a stand up in the movie, you know? Yeah,
1: I thought that. Yeah. Um, so
0: he's got that sensibility, Right. Yeah, I mean.
1: Brad Pitt's line in Fury: "Ideals are peaceful, history is violent." Is very good.
0: Mm. Um, oh, oh! I got one. I yeah. got one. I got one. Um, uh, anybody kills anybody it's manslaughter. Or anybody kills anybody, they go to jail. It's called manslaughter. Called manslaughter. Once upon, a, <laughs> once upon a time in Hollywood. That's one of my new favorite lines.
1: Um, but the most quotable movie is definitely Mad Max Fury Road. Sure. When he's like, "What a lovely day! What a lovely day!" <laughs> like that shit just uh, makes me fucking smile. I don't know. Um, are they I don't, I don't are know. they
0: doing the second one? Uh I, I keep hearing about it, but then apparently like they hated each other. So I don't
1: think I think it's less that they hated each other and I think it's more like they were in Namibia and they shot like all yeah. day and it was hot yeah. and they was like, you know, when you watch that movie it's such a fucking like flawless technical masterpiece that so practical good. effects and like making sure everything's right like it's just yeah i would be exhausted and things would Irritated. be tense yeah but tom hardy said you know he was like i fuck i was like miserable and then like i see the finished movie months later and i'm like oh like you're a genius like i totally get it now like because it was for this
3: That's
1: yeah you know Worthy. but i also think you know schedules and i think charlie's theron is like doing other things now so <laughs> maybe they'll make it um totally
0: she's uh she's fantastic apparently her new movie's great you gotta yeah it.
1: gotta watch it too but all right, we've, that was a little tangent, but sorry. Thank That's you right. for indulging me.
2: Awesome. Well, that was 3M Affairs Podcast. Thanks for all for listening. And next week, we will be covering Harold. Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud. All right. Peace, y'all.